1: This podcast is brought to you by nobody.
0: Actually, I think we're a little bit close for tyres at this stage. I think just pull back. Hey, mate. This is the only chance of being close to Mercedes, and not just sitting behind like a grandma.
1: On the show today, we pay our respects to Sabine Schmitz. The Queen of the Nürburgring. Ring, we get our first thoughts on Drive to Survive Season 3. Break down! The newest street circuit in Jeddah. Mercedes are nervous about Red Bull? Stat of the week, and we start breaking down the drivers from 4, the upcoming season, plus much, much more. But first we must hand the mic over to a man. A man that visited the Virgin Islands last week and now they're just called the Islands. A man that knows Victoria's secret. A man so good, he can hear sign language. That man is David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out, and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax for the park it in my Ferme show. Here is your host, Cody. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, uh, your boy Cody, back once again to talk all things Formula One. What? 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 Stop everything! What the hell is that? Oh, sorry. It's just my Fermi. Left it out. You want to park it there? That's right, it's a Park It in My Fermi show. The show talking all things Formula One, bringing you the sweet, sweet sounds tickling your eardrums. My voice, that is. Twice a week. Some people think twice a week is too much. We all know when it comes to the cordopodamus around the watering hole, it's never enough. If you've missed any episodes in the past, head over to parkitinmyfilma.com to catch up or your podcast listening app. You can tap that subscribe, follow, or stalk button to stay up to date. Want to reach out to your man, main man over here? Head over to the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. What about my OnlyFans account? And I hear you ask, well, if you want some nudes, just ask me. I ain't shy. We can role play. You can be Nikita Mazepin, and I can be your little squeeze. But today we are going to start breaking down all the drivers because we are on the road. Oh yes. Get excited. We're on the road, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. On the to- Bahrain International Sakir Grand Prix Circuit. Yeah. We are on the road looking at how the drivers will finish up What races they can possibly win and more We of course bring you your stat of the week And much more But first It's time for The news News, 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 news Cody. Formula One news, pocket in my firm Formula One news It's the pimp news, pimp news Didn't steal this, it's definitely the pimp news Pimp news, pimp news coming through your ears right now Pocket in my Ferme, Formula One news, pimp news, yeah Okay, it is news time and we start with some very sad news indeed That Sabine Schmidt has passed away after a long battle with cancer She was first diagnosed in 2017 and after years of treatment and fighting She sadly lost that battle during the week The German star, dubbed the Queen of the Ring, was known for her talents and racing skill, in particular at the Nürburgring, where she grew up. She raced that 13-mile track roughly 20,000 times. And then famously, in 2004, she raced a Ford Transit van around the Nürburgring in 10 minutes and 8 seconds, only 9 seconds slower than Jeremy Clarkson did in the Jaguar S-Type. The world of motorsport has lost a couple of legends in the past week, and in terms of powerful women in the world of racing, she certainly was one of the most powerful. She will be missed, and to show you just how well she knew the Nürburgring, we have a little treat for you here. Here she is on Top Gear a couple of years ago, listing every single corner in the correct order, from memory, in under a minute.
0: Okay, Sabine, as we saw in this week's episode, you really are the queen of the Nürburgring. Lapping okay. this <laughs> lapping this car faster than supercars. We're gonna get it! We're oh, gonna
1: get it! We got it! We got
0: it! We got it! Scaring the life out of Rory Reed. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: sorry! It was all good.
0: <laughs> I want to test your Nurburgring knowledge. I don't think anyone okay. knows the track quite like you.
1: Yeah, I did a couple of laps. That's You've done true. a couple of laps
0: in your time. Alright, so here's the challenge. I want you to name every single corner on the track. Remember, this track is. 12 nearly 13 miles long, so quite a few corners. Yeah, but you can name them all one after the other. No problem, no problem. All right, and I'm going to time it for no reason other than to exert some pressure. All right, okay, so in (laughs) your own time. By the way, I have a map here for my reference because I don't know the corners Ah. like Sabine does. Right, Sabine, in your own time.
1: Yeah, okay, Hatzenbach, Hocheichen, Quillbacher Höhe, Flugplatz, Armberg, Fuchsröhre, Arnauer Forst, Metzgesfeld. Kallenhardt, Wehrseifen, ähm, Breitscheidbrücke, Exmühle, ähm, dann kommt die Kurve, wo Niki Lauda verunglückt ist, und dann ähm, Bergwerk, Kesselchen, Steilstrecke, Karussell, Hohe Acht, ähm, Wippermann, ähm, Wippermann nach um Wippermann kommt noch eine, äh, Eschbach, Brünnchen, Eiskurve, Pflanzgarten, großer Sprunghügel, dann kommt Schwalbenschwanz,
0: kleines Karussell, Galgenkopf, Döttinger Höhe und Hohreichen. I didn't know what half those words meant, but they, it is what was written on my map. That was absolutely amazing. I mean, you have done several thousand laps, so I wouldn't yes, expect anything yes. less. Um, okay, do you want to know your time? Yes. 48 seconds. Yeah, under a minute. Okay. Under a minute, that's good. Because oh, no one else oh, has oh. ever done that. That is a new oh. lap record. Oh, cool. Thank you, much. <laughs> Another one.
1: Moving on. Drive to Survive Season 3 has just been released, or is about to, by the time this comes out, I think. And they've, we've got a breakdown of the episodes right now. Now, I'm already hearing very, very good things about Drive to Survive Season 3. We've got episode one, the cash is king. Obviously, a lot of contract talks happened back on the track after the long coronavirus break. Nobody's fool. Episode three, we need to talk about Ferrari. Well, they certainly were a talking port in 2020. That is for sure the end of the affair. Episode six, the comeback kid. Surely that's Hulkenberg. Surely? I don't know. I don't know. Episode seven, Gunther's Choice. Episode 8, no regrets. Episode 9, Man on Fire. Got no idea who that's about. And episode 10, Down to the Wire. Ooh, ooh, I am excited. 10 episodes of glory, and they've already confirmed season four is definitely happening, so. Get excited. In further news, it was shown to us Jetta's Street Circuit, Saudi Arabia are getting a race for the next 10 years. And for the next couple at least, we'll be doing a street circuit in Jeddah that's occurring on December 5th, is when the race is this season. It's going to be very, very similar to Singapore. It will be a night race under artificial lighting. It's interesting. I don't know if you've jumped online and had a look at the track. At first, I'm excited. You know, it's the quickest of the street circuits. It's only six kilometres long. Average speed of 322 kilometres an hour. 27 turns. Three possible DRS zones. Now, I've had a look at the map. I don't think you can get three proper proper DRS zones on there. But I don't know. I just think street circuits are a problem with a lot of them now. They're just too narrow. You're not going to get a lot of overtaking. They're promising overtaking. So we'll see what happens there. And finally, in the news, let's talk about Mercedes and Red Bull. Because that is going to be the Constructors... Championship. Those two teams are just going to be going head-to-head all year long. And after testing, are we really expecting Mercedes to be behind the mark? I don't know. I don't know. I think they, they aren't going to be as sharp as everyone thinks they are. James Vowles, head of strategy at Mercedes, said, I would say Red Bull are ahead on performance. They are a class act from the test, but it's just a test. It's not a race, and it is one event out of 23. Are we going to have to choose? Are we going to have a very close season? I would say so. Red Bull are a fierce adversary. They've got strong package and clearly came out of the box very, very quick. The results of that is across the season and across different types of track layouts. I'm sure we will move forward and backwards relative to them. But I don't believe we're going to go into the particular findings all the performance that is missing or being ahead of them. So in short, yeah, I think we're going to have a close championship this year. Look, I've said it for a few weeks now. I think it's going to be extremely close. I think it's going to come down to the very, very last race of the year in Abu Dhabi for the Constructors. I think Red Bull are actually going to win. I just think having Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez there is just a powerhouse one-two punch. Yes, I think Lewis Hamilton will win the Drivers' World Championship, but I think Valerie Bottas will let down Mercedes, and yeah, it'll just cause headaches all around. What do you guys think? Head over to the socials, Twitter, Insta and Facebook and let me know. Slide into those DMs. I'll be waiting. But that is it for the news.
0: Robert Wally. Hello. Thank you, guys. Great job. Smooth
1: operator. Smooth operator. (laughs) So let's move on now as we are on the road. Oh, yeah. Get excited. We're on the road. We're on the road. On the road. On the road. On the road. Bahrain International Sakir Grand Prix Circuit. Yeah. We need to start our driver profile. We need to look at the constructors. We had a look at, sorry, at the constructors last week. But this time around, it's the drivers are going to be ranked. We'll go through each driver on the grid and see where they will land. Try and predict the standings for the 2021 season. So let's start off with number 20, back of the grid. Last, but definitely not the least. I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. It's going to be Mick. Schumacher. Now, now, I know what you're all saying. That's blasphemy. It, to say that a Schumacher will be dead last. Well, I have to say it. He will. It won't be for long. He will have moments of brilliance this year, but it's his first season in F1. In a very rubbish Russian car. Team Haas will struggle all around. Their focus is on 2022, so they did the right thing in adding two rookies to the mix. But Schumacher will struggle slightly more than Mazepin, and therefore I have him last with zero points. Moving on, number 19. I'm going to go with Nikita Mazepin. The other house driver, the chesticle squeezer, the titty tickler. This is one of the three daddy's boys on the grids. He has a bit of mongrel about him. He's a bit of a dickish attitude, and to be honest, being an F1 driver... For a good F1 driver, at least, it seems that you need to be a bit of a dick. And he has that in spades. He will finish ahead of Mick by finishing higher in races than him this season, but still failing to score a point. Also, he's already got some memorable dickish sound bites to add to his arsenal just from last weekend. Have a listen.
0: And this is Lewis Hamilton before he got to the line, trying to prepare the tyres nicely. Ended up pirouetting instead. And this was Nikita Mazapin who was just behind Hamilton.
1: Number 18 is Daddy's Boy, number two, Nicholas Latifi, scoreless. And made to look like a numpty next to the golden child, George Russell Nicholas, really struggled with form. But I think, not being the new kid on the block, he will try and succeed. And with outperforming the two Haas drivers, will he score a point though? That's the question. That's what I'm thinking about. I think he sneaks in for one single point for Williams. A lot more than what Williams got last year. Moving on, number 17, Racing Car Jesus. With the gorgeous hair, I reckon Antonio Giovinazzi will look more comfortable in the Alfa Romeo and managed to surprise a few fans with some high-class racing throughout the season, but it won't be consistent. Fourth to last, number 16 for him. i oh, sorry, 17 for him, because number 16, oh, 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 the Iceman. Iceman, Kimi Räikkönen, the old man on campus, is back in the Alfa. looking to have some fun with his hobby, and this, I reckon, he will have a great season. Now, yes I've got him 16th And yes, 16th is not great But you know, you've got to remember the cars up that, he's, that he's been given He gets to travel back to Portimao as well Where he had that magnificent opening lap Where he passed, what was it, like a bajillion cars And I cannot wait to see what Kimmy will bring this season Let's listen to a bit of that Famous Kimmy radio
0: And we are 9.5 behind Bottas And 8.10s a lap quicker right there, man. We are behind Bottas Confirm we are behind Bottas How did we end up behind him? Why right? we didn't earlier He was leading the race, Kimmy Ah, okay, I thought you said we had the way around
1: And that was the first five drivers breakdown We are about to dive into the next five But first Ho oh, oh, ho oh, ho but first It's time For your stat I'm a
0: stat man, Formula One stat man call
1: these a stat man yeah stats uh i'm a stat man oh yeah oh yeah stat time yeah oh so much stats so many stats i don't know if this intro is even long enough there's that many stats uh stats 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 yeah Ooh, so many stats Uh, i'm a stat man Oh yeah, stat of the week time, and this week, the stats are all about how F1 has become a young person game. For shame. Let the oldies have a go. Kimi Räikkönen would not have seemed old in the first first year of Formula 1, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. See, we talk about how the physical demands there are on the drivers these days. So it's very unusual for drivers to continue into their 40s, but the first year of World Championships... We're a little bit different. Basically, in the inaugural season of the Formula One, you could you could basically rock up with a car and be 106 years old and still compete. You could do whatever you want. It was like track day racing. The oldest podium in history came in that first season, as Nino Farina, Luigi Fagioli, and Louis Rossier, nailed those names, booked out the top three at... Ram garten in switzerland their combined age 140 years and 93 days or an average of 46 years and nine months per driver an average of 46 years nine months just to give you an idea of how that compares to today's the most recent podium At Hockenheim, well, the last time we we had a recent podium at Hockenheim, Lewis Hamilton, Daniel Ricciardo, and Max Verstappen stood on that podium. The average age, 25 years and 10 months. I've said it once and I've said it before. Let's get the grandpas out there. That was your stat of the week. He's a stat, man! Ooh, that was a good stat. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat, man! Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, we're on a run. Come on. Do you know what that was?
0: That was a smooth operator! Smooth operation! Operator. Carlos, check the radio. We seem to have
1: picked up some dodgy music channel again. Okay, now we've got to go back to the driver countdown. Time for drivers 15 through 11. Where were they for? Will we see some shocks? Will George Russell crack the top 10? The answer? No. Number 15, George Russell, the golden child. The driver most British TV personalities cream themselves over. And so do I. Ooh, those yummy Insta pics do something to me. He was given the keys to the Merc for one race last year and proved to everyone it's the car, not the driver. He was flawless and passing everything. Okay, we had the mechanical issue. We had the pit stop malfunction. We had... The rear puncture tire, like, rear tire puncture as well. Like, it, it was just, everything that could go wrong went wrong for him. And and it was just hard, hard to hear. Number 14, Carlos signs, the Smooth Operator.
0: Thank you, guys. What do you think? Do you think that was a smooth operator? <laughs> Smooth, Smooth operator. operator. I think that was the smoothest operation of my life. <laughs> yeah, man, you sent them.
1: He's traded in his McLaren for a tractor. The Ferrari will be shocking again. And there isn't a chance in hell he cracks the top 10. Number 13, Esteban Ocon, who will finish 13th in the championship. That's it there's not much more I can say he's the most uninteresting driver in the field and he will be in the worst of the okay cars he'll finish worst of all the cars that I think uh, could get you a top 10 spot number 12 Charles Leclerc I hate to say it this one actually hurts a little bit but he will finish 12 and I can see a future world champ at some point ending at, at some point ending the season on the podium. I can see him getting on the podium at a few maybe one, two races I'll give him two races two races this year, Leclerc on the podium that's a lock, take that to the bank put your house on it he'll be a future world champ, that's for sure it's just not going to be now. Ferrari really need to turn it around and do something quickly before they ruin his career, but no one's going to be harder on the man than himself. Let's take a listen to one of his performances from last year
0: P4, P4 slow button on you did a good job, really good job. No, hey, I did a f- job. I did a, f- job. Yeah, did a-, I did a f- job. I did a f- job. That's it. I did a f- job. I am so sorry to the whole team. I am f- stupid. As much as it baku, congratulations to uh, to player he deserves. It is not been a, a good year for him, but yeah. Even if I am so f- of me of myself, he's done a great job, and I hope you will enjoy it.
1: And number 11, that young driver from Alpine, Fernando Alonso, the two-time champ, is back. I can't see him cracking into the top 10, but I do think he'll finish on the podium in a couple of races as well and replicate what Danny Rick did last year. But really, that's it. George Russell, Carlos Sainz, Esteban Ocon, Charles Leclerc, and Fernando Alonso, 15 through to 11. I mean, what do you think? Head over to the socials. Let me know. You know, that's that's the worst 10 out there. That's your 11 through 20. You heard them today. Next episode, we'll be going top 10. Uh, then we'll predict the races that they'll actually win. Okay, because, you know, we're, we're on the road. <laughs> we're on the road, baby. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably so happy there's a week to go, so we don't have to listen to this anymore, but we're on the road. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, Bahrain, International, Sakhir, Grand Prix, Circuit. Yeah. And, well, that's going to do it for another show. Another episode done. Top 10 drivers coming next week. Also, we'll be reviewing Breaking Down Drive to Survive Season 3. I'll be watching that over the weekend. You better believe it. And, of course, all the news opinions, results, more, 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 more. Let's go. So make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Like the podcast. Follow it as well. Head over to the socials, Insta, Twitter, Facebook. I'll be there. Reach out. Slide into the DMs if you're so inclined. Don't don't be afraid. I don't bite. I don't bite. But that's going to be it for another episode. (laughs) And as always, thanks for listening.